grab me a beer and grab him a coke. We bout to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up, cause he done sobered up. Brandon T. Comedy on your social media feeds. And Brandon Tess here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif. You're new to the show. Quick rundown of the show. I used to be everyone's favorite drinking buddy. It was one of my favorite things to do to hang out with friends, talk shit, talk shop, get hammered and reminisce about crazy stories. I'm sober now, but that is still one of my favorite things to do. Most weeks I will be joined by a guest. This week is no different. Joined by hilarious comedian from Florida, soon to be New York City, Andrew Ferrara. Hello, everybody. How's there it going? Go. What's up? What's there up? it is. Hey, bud. What's up, man? Oh, so many things. So many Way things. Many Let's things. get into it. So for those of you listening, plug everything up front. Social media, any show. This will come out. A uh, week from Friday. So any shows you got coming up, um, anything you got going on? All right. So my Instagram is where I really generally use, you know, it's going to be at funny AF comedian. And then. Uh, oh, I get it. Initials. Yeah, my initials. Yeah, I, I have to thank my mama on that. It was just like, thank you. Thank you, mama. <laughs> uh, but also you could go to my website, dot funnyafcomedy.com and I'll have all my upcoming shows awesome on there and also a video if you want to take a look take a look yeah and here and there's also a little biography if you want to hear some extra if we don't get into it today okay well we're gonna try to get into it we're gonna touch on a lot of stuff so you um from uh northwest florida correct yes all right. oh yeah the pensacola area the pensacola area i'm in gulf breeze which is the ufo capital of the world is it really? It is. Oh, wow. It is. There are more UFO sightings in Gulf Breeze than anywhere else. There you go. So We you... have an X-File episode about us. Really? And we're on Ancient Aliens several times. There you go. So you might, yeah. All right. <laughs> Gulf oh. Breeze, Florida, shout out. Oh, also, we have a lot of the WWE wrestlers in the area. Okay. Oh, yeah. Total Divas shows up every once in a while to film. We got the Usos chilling out there getting DUIs, you know, doing <laughs> doing their thing. Naomi crying. Um, but yeah, it's been good. It's so been... what um were you raised there your whole life? All right, so I was born in Brooklyn. That's what I thought. Okay. And then when I was like eight and a half, nine, I, I think I think it was like eight and a half would be the right answer. Uh, we moved to Gulf Breeze, Florida for what reason no one fucking knows. Uh, and yeah, so Okay, so you were there and then uh what Long last time. What propelled you to do stand up? What what got you into that? Were you always a fan of stand up or did you were you always just funny or how'd that happen? So I did really enjoy Stand up. <laughs> Sorry, the dog. I, got, I know. It's like irresistible. She's, she is a mainstay on the show. Everyone's oh, she's always so great. Because she always brings her ball over for everyone to play with. Well, I do love that ball. And it looks like it's one that holds treats. Yes. Yeah. See, I it's wish they made ball. treats like that for us where it's a toy where we got to get in. Yeah. It, you know, but it would make exercising a lot more uh, fun. Yeah, maybe one day. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> comedy. Comedy. You into comedy. Oh, yeah. So. 
the first time I did comedy, I loved Last Comic Standing when I was little, so I didn't really get into comedy past Saturday Night Live because I was Saturday Night Live when I was young. And okay. And Last Comic Standing came on, and I was like, this is cool. And then when I was 18, when I went to UWF, the University of West Florida, go Argos. There you Ooh. go. Uh, <laughs> they had an open mic night at Wackadoos. Which is the best place ever. Wackadoos, if you don't know, they have chicken wings. Is it like a bar or is it a... It's like a bar and restaurant. Okay. And the wackadoo is their mascot. Got it. And the wackadoo is a platypus with his tongue sticking out and he's cross-eyed and he's wearing... What are those hats that have a propeller on the top? Okay. And he's holding a chicken leg in one hand and a little flag in one, another hand that says college on it. Okay. Yeah, it's great. So Wackadoos was doing an open mic and you're like, I'm going to try this out? Yeah. And so I was super excited. I like I wrote stuff down. I was sitting with my brother because he went with me to UWF too. And I was just like, okay. We got to get the best set ever. This is my premiere. Yeah. So <laughs> we go, go to UWF, wackadoos, sit down. I get called up first because I got there super early because I was so excited to do it. Yeah. So I do my bit. I noticed my friends that were there were loving it. And then one other table was finding it funny and everybody else was giving me a look of like what the fuck is going on right now yeah and it was like a it was a music open mic only usually oh really and i didn't know that yeah i was gonna say we're just now learning about this right now yeah you just kept saying open mic i just assumed it was like a comedy open mic that's what i thought And man, did I think it during it too because i was first I yeah was like, so you had no idea so yeah so and i did eventually go back to that open mic as the lead singer of a band called the kosher cowboys and we won a hundred dollars there you go there you go redemption that's right fuck yeah so did you just once you did it there were you like oh i really want to do this or was that like once that sounds I, traumatizing. There, I was like well that's not happening okay. ever again yeah and did not do it for years and years so it was 10 years later Okay. Uh, I did oh it. wow! So, so you really took some time off. Yeah. Or well, maybe less than ten. Let me see. It would have been a few years later. Yeah, at least eight. Yeah, I'll go with eight. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so then I had been talking to Olivia Cersei again because. Uh, I knew her when I was a little kid and in high school as well. And she had started doing comedy. And she told me I had to come see her show and I should sign up too. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. But she convinced me to. And I didn't write anything. I just kind of went with whatever. And there was like nobody there. There was like four or five people maybe. Okay. And I, but I had so much fun because I, I don't know. It was just silly. And then... I started doing it every single week and never just stopped. Kinda, yeah, just and got into it. Now it's almost seven years. And and now you're it. moving to New York. 
Now I'm moving to New York. All right. New York City. Which is a lot of fun. Everyone on this who listens knows my trials and tribulations because I talk about it constantly. But um, it's um, it's definitely a different animal. It's cool, though, because the one awesome thing about New York, and obviously you already know this, but you just never know who you're going to run into. Like, and you can just have these crazy, like, you're hanging out one day at a, at a club, like, just having a burger, watching a show, and all of a sudden, you know, some of the most famous comedians in the world just do a drop-in, and you're like, oh, this is weird. Like, I just came to see, like, a, a few comics that, you know, I know, like, do a show and I wanted to support, and now all of a sudden, I'm a- afterwards, like, I'm hanging out talking to Bill Burr or something, and it's like, that's bananas. Yeah, that is pretty spectacular. Yeah, and so that's probably the most fun thing. That I found in the the two months that I I mean I've only been here for two months but in the is two Roseanne around? I haven't seen her. Is she in New York? Do we know where Roseanne is? Hey. No, she's in uh, Hawaii. She has a nut farm in Hawaii. Is she still in Hawaii? She still got those macadamia nuts. I think. Oh, uh, Roseanne's nuts was a great reality TV show. I Ooh. never saw. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's wild. And man, she should have won president, right? I mean, let's forgive her for what <laughs> she said on Twitter. It's been long enough. Some people. <laughs> God, yeah, that was that was an insane thing. I love it. She was on Ambien. I was like, girl, I jerked off a dude on Ambien in the middle of You were on Ambien or he was on Ambien? We were both on Ambien. We were all on Ambien. But like like two people who were like, let's make sure that all these people on Ambien don't die. Um this was freshman year of college. I was gonna say, so let's let's get into it. You um so you don't drink anymore. No, I do not. Um, you were telling me before we started recording, you're at about two and a half years. Indeed. Which is awesome. Um, I remember when I first started this show uh, about a year ago, you had reached out. And um, we've kind of gone back and forth between times that you were in Jack's and then I was, you know, moved or was planning on moving, then moved. And so we just never were able to link up. So now that we're both in New York, we can finally get this episode in, which I'm excited we're about. so ready for it. But... You, um, when did you start drinking? Because what I've learned is anybody who stops drinking and keeps track of how long it's been since they had their last drink normally quit drinking for a reason. Uh huh. So <laughs> I want to get into some of the, some of the stories that happened before you decided that this was too much. Cause you said you had tried to stop drinking before and it just didn't take. Yes. Um, so what, what happened with the ambient thing? Was that just like something you guys would do? Or is Oh, that... we did a lot of things. Right, that, that's one of many things. So we would This is drink. in college? Oh, yeah. We would drink and take ambient and stay up. And Now, just... do you hallucinate and stuff when oh, you take ambient? Yeah, and... you have. It's it's an interesting type of hallucination. Like when you walk, it, it looks like the ground's puddles. And okay. like everything's very fluid and dream feeling. However, there's no like straight up hallucination. Yeah, I got you. Oh, we got some action. Action. That's what happens when you live on a busy street, baby. New York City. Midtown Manhattan. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so that was strange and we did that uh, several times. Don't gloss over the jerking off the guy. What happened there? Oh, okay. Well, there was this guy that I knew who... Uh, do you get like a whiskey dick like you do when you drink too much when you take Ambien? Or does do all your not. parts work? I guess not. Everything was working. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, you might be asleep, but the rest <laughs> is away. <laughs> <I know>, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, some of my For best boners were morning wood when I woke up from a dream, you know, so. Yeah. Andrew is the queen daddy, so. Uh, yes, indeed. Queen daddy, uh, LLC. You I should totally make that. <laughs> Copywritten. So what, talk to me more about um, the adventures that you had in college. Uh, did you, was it just like, because Ambien's such a weird prescription pill to take. Yeah. Because I've done, I've drank and like done Xanax, I've done Coke, I've done heroin. I've, I've, I've done all those, Not I haven't done heroin, never did heroin, but okay. I've done basically everything yeah. else. Yeah. I mean, painkillers are painkillers. Oh, well, yeah, I guess I've done methadone, so I did do heroin. Yeah, it's all I mean, the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heroin just sounds cooler yeah. when you're when you're talking about it later in life. Yeah, I guess I can do that eventually. <laughs> I'm not ready to say I did heroin. I'll 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 say I did methadone because people don't know. There's yeah, like, there's like there's like oh okay whatever. Meth. But when I'm okay with me saying I did heroin, I'll let everyone else know I did heroin. But until <laughs> then, <laughs> so it was methadone. How did, how did this happen? Were you drinking a lot in high school, or did you get to college and say fuck it, I want to have fun? Like how did so, that whole thing happen? I started drinking freshman year of high school like sleepovers at my friend's house like after um like band practice and stuff we'd go and chill and play video games and get drunk and watch porn yeah, yeah like poolside orgy i remember that one specifically I was, were we, you out at this point or were you, huh? were you out at this point no freshman okay. year i was not it wasn't until the next year that i was out okay so they put a poolside. I remember we'd always like it was such an inside thing. We'd always like joke, be like, "Oh yeah, we're going poolside." <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous! It's just me and three straight dudes <laughs> watching porn together. We didn't drink don't mind my writing. I'm we're, just writing down things that are I'm either going to clip for the, oh yeah, the clip or writing, the title. You're writing down my life. Poolside. <laughs> meet you poolside might be the title of this episode. <laughs> oh, absolutely ridiculous. Oh, and we all. But on top of that, after we would watch the the cube, the movie, the cube. And then. Yeah. Then cube two and then hypercube and Jeez. all the cubes. We were really into poolside orgies and cube. There you go. Yeah, that was our big thing. So you guys would just get drunk and do that in yeah. high school? Oh, yeah. So did um. So you said you ended up, uh, you came out the next year. Yeah. Were you still with the, was, was that still the gang? Did you guys still watch porn and cube and get drunk? Or did things change when you did that? Um, at, when I came out, things didn't necessarily change. But people, like one of them went to another school. Another one... Wow, um, he wanted to get away from you that now. I know, <laughs> I know, and he was so cute. No, we're actually still friends with that. Um, one, actually, two of them I'm really good friends with still. Another one I was really good friends with, but I just haven't talked to him in the past couple of years. We haven't really, I don't know. So, no, it was never weird between us, but because of That's awesome. the trajectory, the, oh, they quit band, too, and band okay. kids always have are like, band we're 24-7 together. together, you yeah. know, because we have to be for band. Um, same thing with theater. So, so did, were you involved? I know you you mentioned band. Were you involved in theater as well in high school? Yeah, I did two musicals. Okay, and I was uh, Cinderella's Prince in Into the Woods. There you go. I got to kiss both Cinderella and Snow White. Fuck yeah, you did. 
Sluts. Or not Snow White. Wasn't fuck Cinderella and the Baker's wife. Whatever. Yeah. They're all the same. Hey. I was Cinderella's first kiss in it too. Really? Yeah. The the theater director took us into this weird dark hallway and was like, All right, since this is her first kiss, I want you guys to do it right here first. So you guys get comfortable because I don't want it to feel weird in front of everybody. Yeah, that's not going to make anybody feel weird. This is way weirder. This is way weirder. (laughs) That's super weird. Her name was Chelsea. I won't shout out Chelsea. What's up, Chelsea? She's actually an amazing singer and actress, and I. I'm not going to say where I think she might be. Uh, Okay, uh, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll gloss over it. It, It's not like I whatever, but yeah, I was her first kiss, and. we were on stage one day together. <laughs> it was the second theater <laughs> in Pensacola, Florida. So what? Um. So you keep drinking all through high school. That's just something you and the band kids are doing, I, just yep, hanging out, drinking. Continue to drink. Started and you smoking to- weed okay. my junior year, and also started doing uh, like lore tabs. Yeah, and. Dr- still drinking, but like damn, band kids go hard in the paint. Oh hell yeah, we did. Oh yeah, we did. We had fun. Yeah. Uh, and then, did you ever get caught with any of that stuff when you were still in high school? No, never. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, I've had <laughs> doing the show for. I got caught drinking by my parents. Yeah, but you never got yeah. like pulled over, and I've had four or five nope. guests on here who are like, yeah, I was in high school, and I got you know. Almost, basically, I got a felony for possession on, or distributing. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, nah, yeah, nothing like that happened to me. Damn, that's awesome. So you then you go to the University of West Florida. Yes. And it's just gloves are off. Time to go. Gloves are off. I'm at Did you go for the theater or band people. or what'd you go for? So initially I went for band. I wanted to be an orchestra conductor. Okay. That's what I had done throughout my uh, my senior year. And then that program was ridiculous. They wanted you to do a recital on every single instrument, but you'd only get one credit per recital. So you're learning all these different instruments at the exact same time, all for one credit. And I was just like, you know what? This is this is not this is not worth it. It wasn't worth it. Yeah, I think that was just that particular program at that particular school. And there probably would have been a great music program that I would have loved somewhere. But, like, I was just over it. So then I started going to school for film. Okay. Because I loved, um, I just loved writing screenplays. So I I always wrote screenplays when I was in high school, too, just because I thought it was fun. And so I started doing that because I had a screenplay writing class that I loved and then I was doing mostly theater classes and screenplay classes in high school but I wasn't doing I was doing the film track more than the theater track I didn't do the musicals because they were just so time consuming okay in college so, so I, when you're there and you decide like you're gonna switch who are the people are you hanging around like other classmates? Are you in the dorms hanging out with like a roommate, like a random roommate, or like who were the people right. that you gravitated towards? Ooh, so this was my strategy. <laughs> strategy. I was like, all right, you smoke cigarettes. Smoke a cigarette outside. Yeah. Someone else who smokes cigarettes 
going to ask you for a cigarette. They got to talk to you then. Maybe you go find the table where people are smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Ask them for a cigarette. I have a whole Ooh, bit about why baby. smoking is good. Oh, smoking so good. That's how I met Dave it's, Chappelle, smoking cigarettes. Oh, uh, see? And David Tell. I'm sorry. You meet the best people ever smoking cigarettes. I always have. I have, I, like I said, I've got like seven minutes on it about yeah. why everyone says it's bad, but actually, it's been incredibly beneficial to me. Yep. In every way. Yeah. So, so you you get to meet you're at college you're like I smoke I'll go find the other smokers yep. who are obviously hooligans like I am 100% and there we were outside of Martin Hall the dorm that I didn't even live at yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like I would go to the this dorm over here smoke this cigarettes. isn't my dorm this <laughs> oh it became mine like that, I made that this is where I parked my, my car oh my gosh I loved it so I met. The best group of people, Suzanne, Kayla. Shouts out. Oh, yeah, I got to. Uh, Katie Chase. I, oh, sorry, Katie. I, oh, God. We'll, we'll take out Chase. Katie. Stop saying. <laughs> Chase. I got to go Katie. back and listen to this. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> she won't care that much. Uh, she was a chaste angel in college anyway. Oh, Until we, I'm leaving we turned. We, we turned her. But that's okay. She's good now again. Um <laughs> Anyway, so you meet this group of people. Oh, the and, best! And the what best. happens? You guys, you you just start partying, or was it like Hannah. a gradual thing? Or oh my gosh, we so we immediately started partying. So okay. we started the first day we met. We all were like, "Who smokes weed?" And they were like, "We smoke weed." All of us. And we, we were like, "Let's weed. go behind this little tiny building and smoke weed on campus." Oh shit! Uh, okay, so then. We're smoking, and then immediately there's a light flashing, and so there's a cop that sees us. Oh, shit. Um, and First time you're smoking weed at college. Yep, and college hasn't even started yet. Oh, God. <laughs> it hasn't even been first day classes. So we come out from the bush. We have, like, left the weed and stuff somewhere. You know, we come out, and they're just like, is there something wrong, officer? Oh, so you're talking, you like came out. And oh, like, yeah. It's it's us and like five other people that we had just met. Uh, <laughs> so what happened? So officer was just like, you can't be back there. And then our friend Kimmy, she was just like, we heard there were nature trails. Are there snakes back there? <laughs> Is that why we can't be back there? And he was trying to like, play There might be snakes. And he was like, oh, we were trying to find the nature trails. And he was like, they're not there. Like, God. where do you guys live? Kimmy, just and shut just, up and, and go home. And he just finally said, okay, go. You're good. Just leave. Jesus. Yeah. There's always that, that one friend. That happens a lot. There's always that one friend who's like, I know what I'll do. I'll make this better by talking to the cop. Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> Tom Segura's got a whole bit about it. You're going to do 25 to life. Like, don't talk Let's to them. Let's just say Kimmy is not part of the group of people that I keep in touch okay kimmy's out <laughs> she didn't there's, make it through the cracks there's always that yeah because i i know that because i used to be that guy because i was pre-lost so whenever something would happen and i was drunk enough i'd be like i'll talk to the cops like i'll get it figured out and i would always end up getting arrested like almost uh, well, always well well done because then you go to talk to them and then they get lippy you know not lippy but they they have an attitude with you because you're obviously i'm obviously wasted and then i start to get a bigger attitude because i'm like why the fuck are you being rude to me like i'm trying to help yeah and then it turns oh, yeah. into this whole like me screaming at the cops and then they're like <laughs> they're like yeah now you're coming with us 
Oh, God. Never got arrested. That's good. Knock on wood. Yeah, I mean, I say it all the time, and I don't knock on wood on purpose because I believe in myself. There you go. Perfect. (laughs) That's what I tried to tell myself. Yeah. (laughs) So the first day of, like, hanging out with people, you almost get in huge trouble. And then what happens from there? Do you guys just keep... We keep hanging out. Of yeah. course. We formed a bond because we made it out of yeah. that unscathed. Kick we me to the curb. We were like, we are invincible. No one can touch us. We're living the dream. We started doing the craziest shit. So we, we started like, all right, the clubs are always trying to recruit people out in the you know, dorm commons and stuff. And there's always like a different- Like to promote and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah. Okay. All these different tables set up with different clubs. Well, one day we saw that one table- wasn't open. We're fucked up. We're smoking weed. We are just like, let's take that table. And we made a sign and we just went into the cafeteria and bought a bunch of cookies. And we put a table with a bunch of chocolate chip cookies and a sign that just said, join the revolution, live the dream. And had everyone sign up to come to, for our email list to, for our next meeting of the revolution. What? And we're all going to learn there was how to no- live the dream. <laughs> There was no revolution. Okay. Oh, was there not? (laughs) (laughs) So, this revolution, we got so many people to sign this email. Just with free cookies and a sign. Free cookies and a sign. And we were like, God, that might be the name of the episode. All right. (laughs) So, me and my friend Kayla... We uh, created the revolution. We sent out an email saying that we were like the the president or grand chancellor or something. Yeah. We had some weird, silly Did you have any idea of what the revolution was about? Oh, absolutely not. We're just like, it's about living the dream. That's all it's about. That's all it's about. Revolution is just living the dream. You want to change the world? Just live the dream. It doesn't matter what the dream is. is, Live the dream. (laughs) What do you want to do? Is that the dream? Live that dream. And, and eventually everyone's dreams can happen if if there's time. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Join the revolution. Live the dream. That's what the sign said? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you had like what? Like 100 signatures? We had. I would say we had like 40 signatures. That's still a lot. Yeah. And then we had about 20 people show up to the actual meeting which we just had at our smokers table so that you we just always... email blasted yeah we just like come to the smokers table behind martin hall which honestly there was nothing there was never a smokers table but yeah we made it the smokers yeah. table because we all smoke cigarettes there. it's like when you go to a venue and perform and then afterwards you just find a table and sit down and then other comics come and sit with you it's like i guess this is the comics table now like, exactly you don't, you don't yeah. mean to do it it's just everyone kind of gravitates now towards it, is. it. so now, now You've got the group, which is like, what, five or six people, and then the 20 other people. So now there's almost 30 people at this table. Yes. What are we discussing? Uh, We go around and ask everyone what living the dream means to them. Oh, God. Of course you did. (laughs) Of course you did. And we went from there. Just we, we After we heard everyone's dreams, we discussed how on our next meeting... That we would go step by step, find out what our first step is to each of those dreams. I'm going to take a guess and say there was no second meeting. Oh, there was no second meeting. I didn't we, think there was. We, we sent an email saying there was. 
But then, but, no. But we weren't there. Uh, oh, he didn't even <laughs> We were like, do we really want to do this? Because if we do it again, we got to keep yeah, doing you gotta, it. Yeah, now you're invested. So we were done. Uh, we had our fun. We moved There's forward. There's got to be We someone. got drunk in the dorms all the time. And like we had a blacklight panty party where we got really wine drunk. Which is so much different than it's others. It's so weird to hear your voice say that. You like you're ra- like we got good and wine drunk. <laughs> it was great. Oh, it's so good. Oh, we would. Gosh, I I drank a lot of wine back in the day, but we would get wine drunk and we would paint ourselves with blacklight paint. Okay. And we would party and then run through the dorms and no one would ever do anything to us because they didn't know how to handle us. They didn't feel like calling the cops. We were never disrespectful to anyone. We were just, just weird. Uh, weird and drunk. Yeah. Um, so they're just kind of like, eh, fuck it. Yeah, allow it's like when it. you see the crazy guy on the subway, it's like he's just talking to himself. Exactly. Like, leave him alone. Exactly. So <laughs> a lot of rules were changed. Because of us the following year to really? help the RAs. Yep. It was a little different. Um, but a little different. <laughs> but that's that's okay because we all just decided to get apartments then and yeah. then it went even So after your first you know, year you decided to move off campus? I moved into one of the apartment style dorms off that was on campus but off campus. That's where I lived, yeah, yeah. yeah. The the student uh, apartments. Yes, it was great. And then the very next year I moved into an apartment right off campus and I was in apartments for the next the rest couple of the years. Yeah. Okay. You know, I wanted to touch on this. You know there's somebody somewhere who's like who went to University of Western Florida, West Florida, and is like talking to his girlfriend now or wife. Maybe they have a kid on the way. And he's like, you know, when I was in college, I joined this group. It was called the Revolution. <laughs> And the first meeting was inspiring. They told me to follow my dream. What's my dream? And then we just never, we never met again. And he's like, that's, that's what inspired me to go to law school was that meeting. There's got to be someone out there who's thinking that. I've never even had that cross my mind. There's someone out there who's like, yeah, we had this one meeting. They told me to follow my dream. And then I went to med school. It was probably Goose. So Goose was this old man who was in a frat. Like he was like... He was like 30. No. Older? 45 probably. What? Yeah, he was old. And he was in the frat and, <laughs> and we all just knew him as Goose because yeah. that's what they all called him. He's Goose. So just this 45-year-old guy yep, in a frat. Partying, thinking he was a frat boy. Yeah. Oh, it was great. He just was like fun. 20 years too late. He called he told one of our friends, "Your ass is tremendous." <laughs> just like that? that 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 we yeah and we said that for a whole year over your ass like, is it's tremendous, tremendous. <laughs> yeah. oh. it's one thing to say that when you're 18 or 19 to somebody it's another thing when you're 45 yeah. saying it to a 20 year old yeah that's kind of weird also i always felt that tremendous kind of it's a funny word it's almost word. like overwhelming yeah like, if your ass is tremendous it would be overwhelming. Yeah. Like, I couldn't handle a tremendous ass. That's just too much ass. Maybe he was warning her that people <laughs> <laughs> people are going to bump into things. People are going to, you know. Yeah, gonna, you got you to gotta do something about that tremendous ass of yeah. yours. What, um, what led to you uh, quitting drinking the first time? So we're, we're talking about the party days and stuff. Oh, when man. did you decide, like, hey, I've, I've kind of had enough of the drinking? 
Was so, this still in college or was this after? This is after college. Okay. I was working as a... How long after, if you don't mind my asking? I just like to get a um, gauge as far as the, the timeline. Let me see. It would have been... Probably two years. Okay. So not, not long after. Yeah. Because I've had people on the show before where they're... They've done tremendous things. Like, they don't drink anymore. But then we'd be talking, and they're like, yeah, and then, you know, I packed up all my stuff, and I moved to New York to pursue my dream. And I was like, wait, from the timeline you're telling me, you were still drinking it. They're like, yeah, I was wasted all the time, but I still did it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I could never imagine trying to pull off something that huge when I was drinking. Like, that'd be insane. No, I'm always thinking the same thing. Like, my money, like, how would I? I'm broke now. (laughs) <laughs> How did I drink before? I'm so confused by it. Yeah, it's it's weird. How did I, I figure that out? That's always something I think about, too. It's like I used to like I'm having financial issues now. Like, how was I wasted at work every day? Like still making enough money to pay rent. Like, Does that's insane. that mean like I was better with money when I was drunk? Well, the thing that I discovered was I only needed like $30. I needed $26 and like 87 cents. And that would buy me a handle of vodka and a pack of cigarettes. Mm. So as long as I could make that like every couple of days working the restaurants, I was fine. But two years after college, you're still partying, doing crazy stuff. I'm working at a movie theater. I'm the I'm the manager well assistant manager of a movie theater this is back in pensacola still yeah in gulf breeze gulf ufo breeze. capital of the world ufo capital, capital of the world, world baby uh so <laughs> <laughs> featured so on ancient stupid. aliens and wwe divas okay um <laughs> that's a professional plug right there ladies and yeah, gentlemen there you go hire me uh <laughs> please for the love dear of god. god dear god uh so <laughs> Yeah, one night I went to the Adams Family musical. Okay. At the Sanger Theater with my friend who I worked at the movie theater with me. And we were drinking a little bit beforehand, but then during intermission we went over to the whiskey bar that was across the street and it's all this craft whiskey. Yeah. That's super high alcohol content. Good stuff. The good super stuff. good stuff. And we drank we like down sad we're just like we only got this much time just go for damn it. go for it go for it and we go back we finish the musical and then we go out we're pretty drunk and we're like let's keep we're downtown let's keep drinking you know we had a fun night yeah i'm getting wasted wasted then all of a sudden my friend who i'm with is like hey you know i actually need to go home because i work in the morning and it's like all right don't worry about it i'll get an uber or whatever yeah and he's like, are you sure? And it's like, yeah. And if not, I think Anthony, our friend Anthony's coming. He's, he, I could maybe ride with him. Doesn't and you're just matter. hammered, just like, yeah, hammered. Just like, oh, I got it, I yeah. got it. As, as I've I been always there knew. a lot of times. Uh huh. And so then, there's this thing that happens when I'm drunk, where it's like I'm not hostile. There's, but there's something that happens. We that was eventually known as sweet tea. Okay. Um, where I would dish out sweet tea. Basically, it's a little bitterness that is covered up with sugar. 
So just a bunch of backhanded compliments. Backhanded shit, you know, just, but like in the nicest of voices, like when you're listening to it, you're like, oh, this person's being nice to me. And then as soon as the sentence is over, you're like, Like not so much. This piece Piece of shit. (laughs) And this all came about because Sweet Tea, um, well, we were at Waffle House as. As you do in Florida. Yeah. And we were wasted and there was. Someone. How much longer booth. is this after the musical? This like, was before the musical, actually. Okay. Sweet teeing. So um, you, because you said you were kind of drunk before you got there. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so you're at Waffle a, House before, just sweet teeing everybody. Oh no! Well, this is. I was sweet teeing people after the musical, but sweet teeing is something that occurs generally. I'll, okay. I'll just discuss all the time. it at some point. Um, yeah, sweet teeing happened because I was at a Waffle House and someone was complaining about a woman who kept having to have her sweet tea refilled at the Grand Marlin, a really high-end restaurant. And as we were leaving, I was like, hey, I was hearing about that story about the sweet tea, baby. I'm like, girl, it gets better. It gets so better. I know it's hard right now, but it gets better. Having, having to pour that sweet tea for all those rich people getting big tips, it gets better better and she she knows what she just started yelling what the fuck you motherfucker i just walked out after i paid i was paying my stuff and then walking out and just like i made my point without cursing have a good night and then i walked out because that was my sweet tea um but i was at this place called hop jacks after the musical and i like to make a point of if you're not super nice then you're mean <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm like oh i can't sit here like like why can't i sit here like <laughs> there were like four people at this table and they had an empty seat but it was like their friends so i was like yeah can i sit here it was like no i uh, like what why can't i sit here no one's sitting here do you have another friend sitting there? he's like no we don't but we're sitting at this table like, so i can't have so, so you just wanted so to this, barge so into this, this table so the, yeah i wanted to sit down i wanted to sit down smoke a cigarette there was a fucking ashtray i want to sit smoke a cigarette and they said no. so i'd be like so wait, 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 wait i was like so you're in charge of of the chairs the seating arrangements Sir. so the chair i i'm really sorry i did not realize that it was reserved seating as well you are a dick uh, sometimes. Like, <laughs> i was just going ridiculous and people were getting mad at me then i guess when my other friend finally showed up i was like is this anthony uh yeah i got mad at someone um for eating our french fries <laughs> okay and i was just like what that was like why would you just eat someone's french fries you don't know i was like well, and then they and then their boyfriend came over and we were just like, what are you talking about my girl? What are you talking about my girl? I was just like, she's just eating our food. And they're just like, I'm, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to punch you, whatever they yeah, say. Whatever. I'm going to punch you. Uh, and whatever I'm just those like, ridiculous straight men I'm, say. I'm just, I'm just like, no, you're not. In the middle of this bar, you're, you're going to hit me, me. Like, what am I doing, really? I'm saying don't eat French fries. Like, tell your girlfriend not to eat my French fries. Yeah. Like, and that's what when my friend showed up, and he was like, we're getting you out of here. So he starts shoves, getting me shuffled out of the bar. Um, I say, oh, wait one second. And he stops. 
And I just run back to the bar and I'm like, I'm getting another drink. And I get another drink and I'm just like r- trying to like navigate through without him seeing me. I'm being a total dick. Um, so, so your friend is trying to help, yes. trying to get you out of there. And yes. you're just like, God. Now I'm just having fun. Yeah. In, and I know this exact. I this had this invincible exact, world yeah. of douchebaggery. Uh, That's exactly I, how I got I my second DUI. Oh, I, well, they told me not to go somewhere, and I tried to run in, and I was like trying to hide. There we go. Same thing. And so he finally got me into the car, and I was like going. I, all of a sudden, I'm talking about like wanting to kill myself. Like, oh no! Out of nowhere. Like literally, it was like. Something was said, I don't know at all. I was I don't remember anything, but apparently I was going from hysterical laughter to hysterical crying about how I, I want to die and then I'd start laughing and be like but nothing matters really because it's all Was this something it, that uh, you had oh. like that you had dealt with before? Or? When I was younger, I always had problems with my emotions. Like I felt things very extremely. Yeah, like I'm the same to way. an extreme. And, Obviously. Yep. There we go. And so I had always wanted to see a doctor or a therapist or something, but my parents didn't really want me to at yeah. the time. Um, but then... I get it. It got worse Did and you worse ever get- as years went by because, like, in college, my the my first love, the first guy that I was ever with from high school who were still together in college died from a drug interaction. He was drinking and on methadone and on his uh, antidepressants as well. They, they prescribed and he died. Um, and then after that I met someone else and we drank like crazy all the time. Had like a really strange tumultuous relationship. He would like punch a fucking hole in the wall. But I loved him. Uh and <laughs> <laughs> But I loved him. And he asked me to marry him and I said yes and then he broke up with me because I was too good for him. And uh it turned out he had gotten a forty year old woman pregnant. What? Yep. It was Plot all, twist. this whole thing. So, like, from then on, Jesus I was Christ, like, hardcore drink, drink, like, drank, like, Okay, so that, there was that a lot point. more to it than just partying with your yeah, friends. Yeah, like you had it, some. it got, it, but I, let, much like this telling of the story, I always made that a side note whenever I talked about it. Like, for, like I never tried to blame my drinking on those things happening, but drinking was heavily involved in those situations as well. Yeah. So, like, I don't bring them up as much as being a part of my... I, I think of it as part of my tragic love life, as but less about my drug and alcohol life, even though it's very intertwined as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, but, um, Did you ever get, when you were a kid, this is a side note, but it's something that popped into my head, because you were talking about how, like, you your parents were really down with therapy or anything like that. This happened to me a lot where people would just say when dealing with my anxiety and depression and stuff, people were just like, Oh, you're just, you just want attention. Like you're just being like basically a big baby. I was never told that I just wanted attention. They just said I was a. They always told I guess I'm an emotional person. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah, I got a lot of the same stuff. Like, like at times like my mom would say that I had the gift of tears which is a catholic thing that the virgin mary you know the statue crying and stuff you know if you cry if you have very strong reactions to things then you're 
touched by the Virgin Mary and you're you have the gift of tears and you you take the weight of of tragedy upon yourself. Look at us. Look, we're Virgin saints. Mary. I know we're exactly saints. So that's what I was, you know, thought of my my life, you yeah. know, and then so then we fast forward back fuck, to the yep, party to that night or that night. Yeah. So you're in the car. Finally, he I'm apparently going from hysterical laughter to hysterical crying about all about wanting to die or how I am going to die. So it's so funny. Like none of this even matters. I'm laughing. So I'm, this is what is being told to me. Yeah, this is two days later, you know, five days later, actually. Um and he gets me to my house and he tries to walk me in to get me to my bed to go to sleep. And I push him off my front porch. Oh, shit. And I'm just like, and now no. are, th- are you living? I'm living with my parents. Okay. That's right. Okay. And so you're so, getting back to your parents' house. Yeah. He's trying to walk you in and you just throw him off the front yeah. porch. Yeah. Jesus. And then I will get inside and. My friend Jenny starts messaging me because I guess Anthony must have told her about it. And I'm telling her like some I'm saying her fucked up messages about like how I have a knife and all that blah, blah, blah. And how I'm going to stab myself or some bullshit. Yeah. Um, and then well, she you know says, what happens when people say things like uh-huh, that. I know it. And you just wait. Here I'm we go. Very Here aware. I'm very aware. Uh, if you if you're unaware. Those out there, you are Florida has a little thing called the Baker Act. Fifty-one fifty. Oh, it's fun. Uh, when two people in Florida says you're crazy, you are. Ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> we have a winner. <laughs> Tell him what he's won, Johnny. Seventy-two hours of lockdown. Ooh, yeah, or longer. Yeah, depending <laughs> on the, the clearance of the doctor. So, uh, she says she asked me if she can come over and talk to me. And I'm just like, sure, why not? Go for it. And the doorbell rings and I get angry. I'm yelling. I'm like, why the fuck would you yell, ring the doorbell? Open the door. There's the cops zip tying me up. Uh, Not even a second yep, thought. Just uh-uh. zip, zip. Yep. My parents come to the door. Oh, yeah. Because they're unaware of everything yep, that's they've, happening. They've woken up because my dog started barking. Uh, and they're like, what is going on? I got taken away at like four in the morning to Lakeview Mental Institution. Okay. Um, and my first they breathal- well, they breathalyzed me first. Yeah. And um, I do not remember anything up until the cops showing up, really. Okay, so all this other stuff was described to you yeah, later. Yeah, this was all described to me later. I had no clue I had pushed someone um, or anything. And then they breathalyzed me and... I was, I blew under the legal limit. Oh, really? If I wasn't drunk. I was like, that's ridiculous. I started laughing. I was like, I am wasted. Like, you know. And so I was in observation for a while um, to figure stuff out. And they eventually got to the conclusion that I had borderline personality disorder where it's similar to bipolar, except it's not categorized by um, long periods of mania and depression. It's like short bursts. Thing, yeah, for, short bursts that can be triggered by events and emotional and stressful situations. Mm-hmm. So when I drink, 
it basically puts puts me in a mania. My blood pressure gets so high that alcohol pumps through my system so fast that if I get breathalyzed, you it would it comes up as yeah. So it's like yeah. when you're going into anaphylactic shock and you have an EpiPen. All the EpiPen does is like super speed up your metabolism to yep. burn through everything that can exactly. hurt you. So your body does the same thing almost with alcohol. Yeah. Where it gets so manic that it yep. just starts to burn through the alcohol. Exactly. I could drink and drink and drink and drink and drink. I I would drink eight drinks an hour. Yeah. And it, your body would entire just like night. fly through it. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a superpower. I know. And I was a fun drunk until I got sassy. Yeah. I mean, that's it. But <laughs> It's always fun until it isn't. Yeah, always. Um, but yeah, so I was there for four days. Uh, I was there during Mother's Day, which was Aww. a bummer, um, which is so strange because the day I got um, Baker acted um, that morning, I can't I had brought home the Mother's Day present that I got. I got her a brand new microwave because we had this old microwave forever. And I was bringing it to my room. And I didn't realize she was home and she saw the microwave. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll give you your Mother's Day present early. And then that night. All this happens. All this happens. I end up, I'm in the the Psych hospital. Ward, yeah. yeah. And guess what the fucking movie that gets turned on in the morning. Like, because you, you, there's just VHS tapes and shit. Yeah. You, you wake up in the morning. They give you whatever pills they've decided you're going to get. You eat. You go into the common room before they have some sort what of. What movie's playing? Some sort of AA meeting or something. The movie, The Addams Family, uh, which was the uh, musical yes. I watched. Full circle. God, <laughs> son of a bitch. I was like, this is some bullshit. Yeah. Okay. That's... It's almost like you were being heckled by the universe. I was, and I know I was, because then one person decided they were going to be in control of the VHS player, and they decided Just they like wanted the guy to watch. Just like the guy with the chairs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like the chair guy. It might have been him. and we could. Oh, Well, he decided that we were only going to watch every Sandler movie on repeat. Every Adam Sandler movie, back to back. Fuck that. To back. I love Adam Sandler, back. but I love Adam Sandler. That's too much. But Jesus Christ, if I have to, I I don't know if I could watch it again. I loved Billy Madison so much, but I don't know if I could watch it now because, because you watched it on repeat. Because because you've watched Sandler on repeat. Like if yeah. you watch all those movies back to back to back to back, you start to like pick apart. Why they're all the same and all shitty. Yeah. And but then but you ruin the whole moment of it being just like a silly, ridiculous, fun movie. And to you're lesser, also you're also being given pills that you've never been on before. Your body and mind are getting used to these chemicals being put into your body while you have to watch every Yeah. Oh, I had that to a lesser extent because I love Star Wars. But if I try to watch like all nine of them by the third one, I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't. Like, That's why is... they did them in threes. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, this is fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And I love that series. The same thing like you're talking to Adam Sandler. It's like you love it. But then once you see like a third one in a row, you're like, all right, all right, enough, enough. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So, yeah, that happened. And so that was the first time you got off drinking. Yep. I started going to AA. Um, I was, um, 
I started, it was about nine months that I wasn't drinking. Okay. I started comedy, started doing stand-up comedy about seven months into not drinking. So was that the 10-year the, the gap, then you started again? Yeah. That was in there? Yep. Because you Se- said you started when you had first yep. got so to college. Okay. Seven months sober was when I started drinking, or okay. I started doing stand-up, stand-up again. Stand-up, yeah, yeah. And then two months later, I started drinking again. Okay. Um. What, 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 if you don't mind my asking, kind of what... Because I've had plenty I just thought of it was fine. Yeah. Okay. That was I was a- like, oh, well, I know this about myself now that I can't yep. do this. Like my I first did major before. relapse was the exact same thing. Like, but I can manage it now. now. Yep. And I was wrong. Uh, I and sat then, out on a balcony with yeah. my roommate from the halfway house, and we convinced each other that we had overreacted by going to rehab. Mm-hmm. Same that, thing. That makes. Yeah, we were just that like, makes complete I'm 25. Like, alcohol. I'm fine. <laughs> I've learned so much. Yep. Oh, but yeah, then I relapsed and uh, I just I was drinking fine for a while. Right. Yeah, right. Always, you know, I was always, drinking yeah. just fine. Uh, and then I decided to stop again, which I cannot remember why I stopped the second time, actually. OK, I'm still trying to remember. Oh, yeah. Quick edit point here. Took out this little section only because Andrew wanted to expand on it um, on a later podcast. So I didn't want to have it just sitting out there with no explanation. So we talked about it and we decided that we were going to take it out. So tune in for Andrew's next episode to hear this full story. And then I started drinking again when I thought I was fine. And also because a comedy place that I started running a show at was giving me free alcohol for hosting. And they had my favorite beer which is Bell's Two Hearted, which is like 9% alcohol, and I was getting that getting for free. And I was like, I'm getting drunk. And then I crashed my car after one of those comedy nights into a post in that was in my neighborhood. I was like a block away from my house. Always. Crashed into this little post that didn't have a reflector on it, which for years I was like, it should have had a reflector on it, right? See, I never hit any of those posts that had reflectors, but if it had a reflector, my drunk ass would have seen it. God damn it. To the defense of that, though, defense. I'm going to defend that defense because I have seen many other people have knocked it over as well. It should have a reflector on it. That is when I stopped again. It, like I did, my car wasn't messed up. It had a crack in the bumper, or whatever. But now that was this last but time. That was this last time, two and a half years ago. That happened. Okay. And now I am uh, two and a half years sober still. That's crazy. Yep. All uh, from a little post in the middle of the road. Yep. But you, um, you did send me a list of a couple of stories. I there was two I really wanted to ask you about. So whatever order you want to take them in, the Lord of the Rings thing. Oh man. Okay. So I but I want to ask you about the karaoke <laughs> thing too. So which one do you th- want to end on? Cuz those are the last two we'll do. Okay, we'll start with Lord of the Rings. Okay. We'll start with Lord of the Rings. So my friend's dad passed away. Yeah. And I was homo I was watching the house cuz my whole entire family was out of town. This was while I was working at the movie theater. Okay. It was around Christmas time. I was drinking a bunch of gin. I was all on this gin and cranberry juice kick for a while because it tasted awesome. like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay, there you go. It was just pine and cranberry. Yeah. Um. So I was drinking that like crazy, and my friend called me and told me that her dad passed away. And her dad 
was a big guy and my dad's a big guy and I he died of a heart attack and so I immediately just like if her dad can die my dad can die apparently I'm I have some sort of invincibility problem yeah. I really think think everyone's gonna be be okay yeah that's my problem <laughs> why won't I learn um and so I got wasted and walked to my work, the movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> to watch a movie. Yeah, I get gin free and cranberry movies. wasted. Cr- gin and cranberry wasted, baby. And uh, went inside, got a ticket to Lord of the Rings. I think it was the second one. Okay. And the two uh, towers. My boss, there just like, he was like, What's wrong? And I was like, My friend's dad is. Sad. And I was just like going hammered. into I was just hammered, hammered. I'm so sorry, Suzanne, for even but this is what happened when I found out your dad died. Um and so I go <laughs> see Lord of the Rings wasted drunk by myself and midway through I leave to smoke a cigarette and prop the door open so I can get back in and um I accidentally uh, didn't prop the door the door just shut and just shut i was just drunk and like oh i don't feel like going around and having them see me drunk again i'm walking home so i just walked home i only watched like maybe 45 minutes to an hour of the second lord of the rings i was like i got my fill let me cry and walk back home drink more gin and cranberry juice uh jesus yep yep so that occurs uh, when people die, I cry. It's yeah. just a thing. In my I worked for a funeral home. Jesus, to, and it, it was partially to get over that, like to yeah. help people and like to do like to be there for people when things are tough, so that you can be there for yourself when it's tough too. Like, you yeah, absolutely. That. Um, but what's the um king karaoke? I was the king karaoke on Pensacola Beach, baby. I would get so drunk. I lived on Pensacola Beach, and I would go to Patio Leary's. Okay. And when Shout I out got, Patio ooh, Leary's. Ooh, Patio Leary's. We're actually about to start a comedy show there in Pensacola on October 7th. Ian Bear from Atlanta will be uh, headlining. It's okay, be there you go. It's October free 7th. entry, too, because Patio no Leary's is awesome. They're paying the comedians so that you don't have to pay. How nice is that? That's super awesome. How nice is that? Thank you, Seamus Hunt. Seamus Hunt. Owner of Patty O'Leary's in Pensacola Beach, Florida. Pensacola Beach, Florida. Three two five oh something. Whatever. It is. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, I would go there and I would sing karaoke. So same bar you would go to. Oh my god, I would sing my karaoke heart out. And when I would go up, they would turn the the PA on outside so that people could hear. What's your go to song? I had several. Okay. All right. So we got Benny and the Jets. Mm-hmm. Definitely. We have Rolling in the Deep by Adele. That's a big hit because no one expects that to be coming. Um, That's I, a big hit. Uh, <laughs> the way you said that with so much confidence. Like, let me tell you. Let me tell you how to get the fucking crowd going. So when you're doing karaoke, Adele, nobody sees it coming. It was true, though. That was good. And then I... Oh, Aaliyah, gotta do some. Oh, you that somebody? Tell me, you that somebody. somebody, boy. I've been watching you like a hawk in the sky. Wow, you I really do love it. That's it. fun. Um, and then I would do, um, oh, under pressure. 
Yeah, that's a both good one. parts. I would do both the Bowie and the, okay, and yeah, of course I, you would. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. and then this I, stage is only oh, big enough for one. Somebody of us. to love by Queen. That was always one of the big. You know, that was towards the end of the night when people are like really drunk and like <laughs> you want to make them. You got to make them emotional, make them feel it. So yeah, I just was the karaoke king. Beautiful. Like everybody loved me when I would go up. People would come and hug me and be like, "You're amazing." The, the karaoke lady would always like put me in rotation before people, or when things were getting low, she'd be like, "Just bring me up and be like, yeah. what song you want?" You know, it was great. They made that bar made a drink after me called Andrew's Balls, and they were blue. <laughs> and it was a shot. <laughs> it was like melon liqueur and blue blue carousel carousel. Um, and Sprite and some, and probably some vodka or something. Um, and they'd always be like, who wants Andrew's balls in their mouth? And it was my buddy Forrest was the bartender and he passed away this past year. So rest in peace Forrest. He created Andrew's balls and no one knows the recipe. So it, it dies with him and we love him very much. That's, uh, that's a way to end it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Plug everything one more time. Andrew's balls. Andrew's baby. balls. But now, uh, yeah, that that's was beautiful. That's a beautiful story, man. And I love karaoke to this day. And yeah. I, I started. We doing... gotta find some karaoke spots to do in New York. Oh, I love it so much. I w- I did uh, singing competitions too. They did a, a Gulf Coast Idol, where you would go. And oh, I'm, the... a, I'm pretty sure I know the concept. They'd play the karaoke track, but you would sing it without okay. being able to see the <laughs> Just track. Just acapella. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Not a cappella. Instrumental. Would they would play, yeah, the instrumental. play the instrumental. That's what I meant you to would say. Sing. That's what I meant to oh, say. Oh, man. It was fun. I made it to the finals one year. I came in third place. I got $200. But there was a revolt because everyone thought I should have won. God, okay. People were just, getting angry. Now people you're just were, hyping your curiosity No, people were yelling. And, and like, it, everyone was wasted drunk Jesus. Like at this Gulf Coast Idol event because it lasted like three hours. Yeah. And everyone's just wasted. People are just like flicking off the judges. It's like, fuck you, this guy, this motherfucker. Well, it was Jesus. wild. And I was just like, guys, guys, calm down. Come, let's not make it about me. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys knew Andrew as well as I do, you know why that's hilarious. Um, well, I really do appreciate you coming on, Karaoke King of Pensacola. Oh, why, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, when you move up here and get settled, we'll have you back. Uh, plug everything one more time. All your social media, at right. Funny AF Comedian. So, yes, Instagram, at Funny AF Comedian. My website is www.funnyafcomedy.com. You can see my videos. You can find my other social media. You can see my upcoming shows, get tickets, all sorts of fun stuff. Beautiful. Come see me. I'll be back in New York November, and I believe my first show in New York is at Broadway Comedy Club November 9th, but there probably will be something before it, too. Yeah, absolutely. But... Yeah, I'm super excited to be back. Well, thank you so much for coming out, man. Yeah, man. This was so much fun. I'm glad this you came so out. We finally got it on the books. Um, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Uh, follow me on all social media at Brennan T. Comedy. Check out the website, BrennanTComedy.com. Uh, dates at Broadway Comedy Club on the 6th and the 17th. Uh, or excuse me, the 7th and the 16th. I got to stop fucking doing that. Uh, uh, subscribe on Patreon, Patreon.com slash Brennan And we will talk to you all next week. 